All right, welcome along to episode 25 of the 1000X podcast with myself, Neil Sisson, and my co-host... He comments. The one and only... Yeah, in case this is your first episode, 26 weeks ago, myself and Keith started a challenge to see how hard it would be to turn a thousand US dollars into one million dollars with the hope that as we learn and develop our trading skills, that other people may find our journey interesting and follow along learning from our mistakes. Neither Keith nor myself have backgrounds or degrees in finance, nor have we had long careers in the financial sector or achieved anything like this before. So it's totally new ground for us, and we hope that it inspires other people to, um, you know, take their own shot. Because honestly, if we can do it, anybody can. So hopefully, this is obvious, but um, absolutely nothing on this show should be taken as financial advice. And everything we're talking about is for educational entertainment purposes only. Always do your own research. Blah blah blah. So with all that said, Keith, how are you? I'm grand man. Yeah, everything's good. Good at my end. Um... Yeah, things are good here in Barcelona, you know, so I can't complain too much. Like in Berka. Yeah, cool. yeah, absolutely. Well, I have had an absolute beast of a week. I've been off for a lot of it trying to get, just trying to get endless amounts of paperwork and shit sorted for to leave uh, Bulgaria to go to Ireland and travel around Europe in the van for like the next six months. And Wow. Oh, it's just, I just can't. I, I really hate it when people don't take accountability for their actions. They don't take any sort of responsibility. It drives me fucking mental. And like basically the entire government system here is set up to, to uh, you know, basically that if there's any mistakes, it's the person. that they Everything is set up so that if there's any mistakes, any accountability is is pushed back on the person who's filling out the, you know, who's, who's applying for whatever it is that they're applying for. So... Yeah. It's fucking crazy. It drives me mental. I tell you what, it's a good job. We like we've had to have a translator dealing with all these issues. I've had issue after issue. First with our residency, then with the registering the van in my name. Like it's unreal. Like you wouldn't even believe it. I'd need forty-five minutes just to explain what happened. So I'll spare everybody that. But like honestly, if I told you the story, you'd be like, That's you're you're making it up. It's not possible that it could be that fucked up but it is like it's just ridiculous so anyway um yeah so it's been a bit of a fucking head wrecking week yeah. i have to say drank most of the wine last night oh wow yeah it's just like ah. that's, that's what bulgarian um bureaucracy will do to you you know send it to the bottom, bottom of a wine bottle it's crazy you know? like yeah, and we just about it's... managed to clamber out for today's podcast so that's good you know didn't didn't kill oh, you yeah no, you drink no, yourself no. The running, huh? no, no, I had the day today. And then again, like even today, it was just a shit show. It's just been a really challenging week. It's been one of those weeks where you've got lots of opportunities. If you're into self-development, you've had, I've had a lot of opportunities to improve a lot of areas of my, my character, like my patience, like my ability to control my emotions and be stoic in the face of overwhelming stupidity and fucking yeah nonsense basically um so but anyways so yeah that's the crack with me other than that uh yeah it's been sort of a weird week in crypto um so far yeah it's, not a whole lot's happened Saul's kind of been yeah yeah Saul sort of fell Sol back we... a bit well Saul was the kind of but... the in what was relatively quite a week for crypto, really kind of um, 
I mean, not a whole lot happened apart from, you know, there was a few failures. Um, there was an attempt to attack in Ethereum. Didn't really go, nothing really, it, it seemed to withstand it pretty, pretty well. And uh, Solana mm -hmm. was down for a while. And I believe it just couldn't handle the, the, the workload. And that was being really? the current yeah. amount of transactions. Yeah. So, um, in a way, I kind of think it's good. It's, it's something like that, like that is always going to happen or was always going to happen. And it was kind of good to, for it to be stress tested like this for maybe mm -hmm. before it got far, far bigger. And, you know, we have to remember mm -hmm. that Solana is still in beta as it, as it stands. So we're going to, you can expect kind of hiccups like that as the, the platform matures and grows. And, um, eventually becomes a serious proper rival to the other chains or sorry ethereum really mm -hmm. mainly um but really yeah it's it's it has a subsequent dip in price um but it's still holding up quite well i believe i mean it's currently as we speak um yeah. middle We're of september 160x 160 yeah so I, I don't know what you are up so 160x he said damn yeah, it's one. Well, I bought it. Well, actually, not exactly. I bought it at one twenty-three or something. But it's it's up to one sixty-one. It's still at one sixty-one, which is you know it was up. It did was dangling around the two hundred mark at one stage and sort of bouncing around that that area. But obviously, it's fallen back. So that's fairly significant pullback. But then again, you know, it also had a meteoric rise. So yeah. All good. Um, not concerned about my bags there at all. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. Has I, saw, I saw. I saw Cardano launch their. Um, sorry, go on, go on. Well, I was just about to say that it definitely has a lot further to run. I mean, um, really, if you kind of look at this current market cap compared to um, the likes of Ethereum, I mean, what are we looking at now? It's kind of. Uh, it's. It could conceivably at least. You know, in the relatively short term, doing or two, um, it could get up well a two x in terms of market cap and value. So mm -hmm. I'll bring it up to about a hundred. Um, we consider that that Ethereum, that even itself has has a long way to go. Yeah, I mean, realistically, uh, a lot of people are, are realistic. It could hit uh, five grand an ether, which will bring it up to about maybe five fifty, six hundred. So if you consider how far Ethereum can go. Then there's no reason why Solana can't do in the, in the you know the medium to short term a two x perhaps even a two and a half which bring it up to maybe 120 110 uh, million. So um, mm. yeah, it's 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 definitely a long way to go still in terms of uh, realizing its potential. Sure, agreed, agreed, and that's just getting started even at that point in my opinion. But anyways. Um, did you see that Cardano did their, they hard forked and launched um, smart contracts, but apparently not that amazing smart contracts. They did a, they completed the Alonzo fork, um, ushering in long awaited smart contract functionality, according to uh, Cointelegraph. Um, so yeah, so that's good news for Cardano. Uh, I have to say that that news sort of took me by surprise a little bit. I wasn't expecting that to happen until I think October or something. Um, yeah, but well, I'm not really. Good that, I haven't really been following Cardano, so. Well, I suppose it's 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 good that they're kind of realizing on the promise after maybe, I mean, how long with it? I mean, four four and a half years, I believe, that these guys have been mm -hmm. going. 
So yeah. I think it's nice after four years they've hit a milestone. So I'm kind of pleased that that's happened. You know, and so yeah. hopefully they can hit a, maybe another one in the next four years. Um, do you have any? Are you in Cardano? Yes, I have a small yeah. amount. Yes, I do. Um, and am I thinking of increasing my position? Maybe. I mean, uh, potentially if it drops down to about two, I might might consider it. Um, but at, at current prices, I, I think it could. I mean, I'm waiting for another dip for it to get down a bit lower. Um, and yeah. I'm, I'm I, potentially I might yes, but I have a small amount. Um, I have some solids. I have still okay. have some polka dot. It pumped a little bit there since um, just earlier today. Actually, looking at the oh, sorry, that's the twenty four hour chart and the seven hour seven day chart. Yeah, it's it's been higher in the last seven days than now. But I don't know. My wife has a a bag, and we may we may offload that soon. I don't know. See. She was very Why excited you... when it went to three three dollars. Mm. My brother has a, has a has a significant bag actually. He's done quite well out of it. I mean, I think he got in um, when it was just above a dollar uh, a few last yeah. months or sorry in July. And um, uh, this lucky guy has just he's been doing very well in NFTs. Um, he seems to have developed a knack for spotting. Um, NFTs that are just about to blow up and uh, which have, you know, inherent value. And um, he he got lucky with Cardano as well, the bugger. <laughs> so, um, yeah, three X is nice. Yeah, it's, a, it's it's not bad, you know. It's okay. Mm -hmm. um, but I think he's kind of done it right, and that he's kind of stuck to those big market cap coins for for the bulk of his portfolio, and he's not kind of said, well, I'm not going to, like um, maybe I have arguably too much over the years um dived into kind of the riskier smaller cap, cap coins which you know mm -hmm. they've they've always potentially um they can blow up a lot a lot, a lot more they can kind of do 10x relatively quickly 10 20x um, in a relatively short mm -hmm. period of time but they could also go do it away just zero as x you know minus, zero. minus x yeah yeah yeah, I mean, I've put money into quite a few of those winners over the last year, I would say. But you win some, you lose some. You can't win every time. Um, no. Cardano, yeah, I don't know. I just I sort of lost faith a bit with Cardano. I, I don't know. We'll have to see what happens. And I don't know. I can just see people having gotten very excited about the idea of smart contracts finally arriving and... And then sort of being underwhelmed with the the degree to which that matters. I think the programming language issue is is definitely going to be a challenge. I mean, we've seen that with Solana, um, you know, where they they basically tried to recruit Solidity developers and it didn't it didn't happen because the languages were just too different. Um, so they mm -hmm. had to go out and they had to go out and actually basically you know, incentivize like graduates and, you know, non-crypto developers to, to get into to their language, Rust, uh, if I remember correctly. Um, and I think Cardano is going to have to do the same thing because they've got Plutus and um, for scripts and things. And then they've got uh, Haskell is the, is the underlying 
um, programming language. It's something like it's a one of maybe a handful or possibly the only programming language that's mathematically verifiable. Apparently, okay. Charles Hoskins seemed to think that was a, a very important thing for uh, code that was built on financial, you know, for fintech. Um, mm -hmm. This is stuff I remember from around 2017 when I was watching him be interviewed about it, and really bought into the narrative at the time. Um, but yeah, I think they're going to have they're going to have a road ahead of them getting like projects on board, basically. And I believe I was told the other day um, that uh, apparently they're giving out money right and left to projects who want to uh, to set up on on Cardano. On Cardano, yeah, yeah. Mm. Well, I mean, if projects will set up there if it makes makes sense for them to do so. At the moment, um, the ecosystem is relatively untapped; it's unexplored. So, yep. um, I mean, well, they do if, have the difficult. Yeah, and I mean, if you have the the project saying, "Here, have a couple million, go build your DAP," you know, there's there's a couple million quid to do it. Uh, mm -hmm. It takes a lot of the heavy lifting out of trying to find your way through an I. You know, an IDO, an ICO, an IEO, whatever. I mean, yeah, everything's ready made. Into that. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Everything's ready made. You get to hit the ground running. So, mm -hmm. lot to be said for that. Um, yeah, totally, totally. So, yeah, I think it's it's definitely will. I mean, it, it will move to to an extent. Um, well, in the short term, how much who knows? But it's it's virgin territory. It's untapped. Um, and like you said, um, you know, there will be, there is massive incentives for new DAP builders to, to, to build their router kind of going onto Ethereum with all its kind of problems that are existing there at the moment, even though Ethereum is tried and tested, um, in that, you know, getting insofar as kind of getting developers, um, building on it is, 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 it's a known quantity and you know what to expect with it, but, you know, we've discussed uh, mm. why someone might want to do that at length and ad nauseum. So the incentive mm -hmm. there is to do it, but there, there, are, there are going to be challenges in that, and there are going to be problems as well. But you can be sure that someone, that there will be no shortage of takers. So as, as time progresses, as the rest of the year progresses, we're going to see a lot of uh, interesting projects, um, you know, build their dApps on uh, Cardano for sure. So it's the, the, the outlook mm. looks good for it. Yeah, well, we'll see. I'm. I don't know. I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure about Cardano. We will definitely have to see. I mean, market cap wise, um, you know, it's yeah, it's it's huge. So um, I don't. Know. We'll have to just see. Um. Polkadot is another one that's done very well in the last week, uh, last seven days. It's, the chart looks quite tasty. Um, up to thirty six dollars. I could have, could have sworn I saw it down at something like twenty three there the other day. Or what's been going on with? So it's up at oh, thirty seven. Um, so let's see no, what's been 8th, going on. Eighth of September it was down to twenty five bucks. Um, now it's back yeah, to thirty six. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So, it was a week ago. Last this time last week, it looked like it was. Yeah. Um, it was in free fall, but you know, look, the whole market is is just. It seems to be kind of bouncing back. Um, 
we have mm. the, the whole kind of theory about the, the golden cross. Um, I'm not a big TA guy. I kind of, I dabble in it. I know bits and pieces. I don't know. I think you'd be someone who's more knowledgeable about that than I am. But, um, you know, the, the, well, the I definitely wouldn't be putting any money on my TA skills. <laughs> That's for sure. But, like, but it, it seems to be a bu- it seems to be a bullish indicator that things are underway up. We have the, the hundred day moving mm-hmm. average for for Bitcoin is is, and the shorter term moving average seems to be kind of moving above it. So, um, mm-hmm. in terms of momentum, it seems that we might have ridden out this kind of last week or ten days of of a, mm-hmm. of a bear cycle, and hopefully we're moving up after this. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's it's things have solidified. They've kind of stabilized a, a small bit. Um, we're waiting for that move back up again, like a proper one yeah, that'll kind of well, it'll retest fifty k first, and then yeah, once it's once it it doesn't and there's not much resistance seemingly um, between where we are at and the fifty k mark. So we'll we'll see what happens. But if it goes up over fifty k, then we could we could see some real some real nice yeah. Bitcoin. Yeah, right style excitement and of Absolutely. course when bitcoin goes crazy then sure it's only around the corner we will have we'll have all those gains from the from the bitcoin will flow into alts in the alts and, as they always do that's correct yeah 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 and we'll feel everybody will everybody will be happy <clears throat> again ready to trade so yeah so that's to look forward to well do you want to jump into your challenge Absolutely. Um, okay, let me see what's been going on with my challenge. So, fortunately, things aren't going too well for myself um, regarding my challenge. Um, now, I was in kind of a quandary as to what to do about it because I kind of knew. Uh, let me share my screen first. That would help. Uh, share screen. Sure. Okay, and we're off. We're off. Off to the races. So. Um, so this is how we are at the moment for my for my particular challenge. Um, so I'm down to just 36 and a half, 37, thereabouts. It's kind of been bouncing. Actually, it's a, it's a bit up, I think, since yesterday. So Tranches is the entirety of my my uh, Tesla X Tesla X challenge portfolio. Um, I believe it was something around 320 yesterday, and it's kind of recovered a small bit. Um, I've been kind of wondering what to do about this for the last, I suppose, right. five days to a week. Um, I think I mentioned that on the on last week's show as to whether I should kind of, you know, yeah, I was you wondering were thinking of moving it into into adventure gold or something, or was it? Um, I think it. I think adventure gold was two weeks ago. Um, I, mean, oh, I can't right. remember. Um, but yeah, I definitely was thinking of, of doing it at some stage. But um, like. my feeling at Tranches was that I'd kind of really gone as far as it was going to go. And when it was dropping uh, over the last week, I kind of was just like, okay, well, if it's at a, approximately 80 million market cap, realistically, how far is this, this going to go? It's, it's, it's a Bonad smart chain. Uh, it's on BSC. It's, um, you know, we're, in, we're still not in a bull market per se. We're in a, a bullish period of, maybe one would argue of uh, a broader bear cycle. So would this be kind of the best I could do uh, with, with this particular coin at this moment? 
and uh, unfortunately I didn't listen to my gut and I kind of held on to it and it's kind of down at about 340 now um, so I, I don't see anything on the immediate horizon that I would put it into that I would be relatively sure that it would, it would go upwards um, one thing I was considering doing um, but it was too late for me to do it but had I sold a week ago um, or just after the show last week, there was a. F- it might have been a better idea to put into the likes of uh, something like Pancake Swap, um, uh, not Tendy Swap. That's. <laughs> I'll talk about that in a minute. But you know, back into the, the top twenty, top 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 thirty altcoins, um, something like Solana or Polkadot, um, one of these kind of guys. Um, because with those, you can be really sh- reasonably sure that it eventually will go up long term. Like the the, mm-hmm. the the long-term prognosis for these coins is that they they will always kind of inch up, and you won't stand, you won't be shouldering the kind of the same risk of collapse, and the same kind of drop in price that you would experience with something like Tranches. So, in the end, I didn't go my gut, and I just held. Um, but I I will be reviewing this, keeping in a close eye on it. I'm not confident it's going to go beyond maybe say five um i don't think it has the legs um i think we might see kind of a short time up short term upside maybe it might recover to you know plus four 450 but after that i'm not really sure i think potentially getting to about 100 million is as far as it can go um i'm just not sure if it has the the has the oomph it has the the, the mileage to do it mm-hmm. um it would really depend on me finding something else to put it into um, that I can be reasonably sure that there will be um, any kind of upside, both short and long term. So, if I do it, it until I find something that that would fit the bill, um, I'll be looking at the likes of Pancake Swap, uh, Polka Dots, Solana, um, maybe just in the eat. Who knows? And just staying there for a week or two until uh, I find something else. Um, perhaps even kind of diversifying into it, putting some small amount into to BayPay. Um, which is launching properly tomorrow. So uh, I'm going to f- stop sharing. So yeah, BayPay is what is launching tomorrow. Yeah, it's currently at about 45 cents or, or thereabouts, I believe. Um, okay. I could take maybe, I have a small bag of that already. Mm-hmm. And uh, currently I'm underwater with it, but um, I'm not concerned. <laughs> I think you're more con- you're quite concerned with it about it. No, it's not really that. It's just my issue is because it's only available through Uniswap. I fucking yeah. hate buying things on Uniswap, you know, because um like by the nature of the type of thing that you buy on Uniswap, well, the type of thing that I buy on Uniswap, um, you know, the gas fees are just outrageous. Uh, yeah. and you know, I'm not on there buying like you know big cap coins i'm on there trying to get into projects early and then you're into well you know i'm just i guess i'm just not at the level of investor where i'm putting like you know a million quid down to try and buy something you know so yeah so for me paying like a hundred dollars or two hundred dollars in gas fees is just outrageous i just hate it um but for this for baypay as it stands um the 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 gas fees are going to hurt everyone because you know even if you're you're putting a bit more in than the, the, the size of my bag, which is, I mean, which is, it's about just under half an eat thereabouts. If you're, 
you know, buying even a bit more to say two or three, you're really going to lose on slippage. Um, you know, you're not going to be because the liquidity is so low, you're not going to be able to get exactly what you'd like. So mm. you're, 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 you're going to get hit with, um, high gas fees and you're going to, you're going to get hit because the liquidity is quite small, uh, which you which is what you would expect as, um, a coin of that kind of uh, market cap size. So really mm. it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's a bad chain to be on really. Um, they really should consider putting it's something shit. like this on Solana. Or got even like Binance Smart Chain or uh, yeah, well they're already on ETH, so like porting over to Binance Smart Chain is easy. It's like the same coding yeah, it's, language. It's just, even Polkadot, clone, I believe, yeah, yeah. is is easy compared to Sol. Mm. Both of those options are much faster, so and cheaper. So well, yeah, but look, you know, every project has its own set of um, requirements as far challenges. as you know. Yeah, as, as far as transactions go, so, um, but yeah, I hate Uniswap at the moment. Actually, I don't hate Uniswap. I just hate the Ethereum network for making any sort of transactions. It's just, at my level, it's ridiculous. It's incredible that the, the, the London Fork just fixed absolutely nothing. I mean, this was supposed yeah. to fix some of this, well, some of these gas issues. Some of it, yeah. And I think it did get a bit better for a while, but it seems like it's just back in. I don't know. Some people say, "Oh no, it's it's fine, it's fixed." It's I only pay ten dollars. I'm like, well, I don't know what you're doing, but like, yeah. When I tried to um, when I tried to list an NFT the night OpenSea was telling me it was going to cost me nearly three hundred dollars to just to just to not even to. Um, just to authorize my wallet on the platform, not even to list the what? thing. Yeah. Oh, that's a joke. Oh my god. That's what that's, I'm saying. It's I'm like, just to authorize your wallet. Have to fix that. Yeah. To to that's, be able that to shouldn't even that shouldn't even be the. I mean, for, for authorization, it's I've never seen it more than about thirty or forty bucks. For, for well, a, man, that is incredible. Let's see. Oh, wow. Yeah, I was like. This can't be right. Like, I mean, I don't even know if I can sell this fucking NFT. Like, so yeah, I wasn't in a mad rush to do that. Let's say so. I haven't. I still haven't listed it. But I think the thing is that there's with that the latest fork. Um, it's changed the way that it works. So that the amount that you see, as far as I understand this, and I and I could be wrong on this, but I think my understanding is that it's changed the way that the gas fees work comparatively to the way that it used to be. So it gives you a suggested, based on what the, I think it's based on the the average of the last 10 blocks or something like that. It gives you a suggested gas fee that you'll, you'll have to pay, but then it gives you back the balance. You don't overpay anymore. Mm -hmm. Something like that. Um, I think that's, that's my understanding anyway. So actually it may not have ended up being that much in the end when the gas fees were settled, but to be honest, I, I, I haven't had the balls to click go for it and just to find out what would happen. Um, I was waiting for it to be lower to see, but anyways. And what um, was your NFT? So what was the, this uh, piece of artwork that you were trying to upload? Artwork, lol. It was, uh, oh God, it was, I bought two plots on Mars <laughs> oh. for some game that uh, is getting developed. 
So, um, yeah. <laughs> I bought a few other things as well, like mint, minted a few things that weren't, didn't turn out to be great. I don't know. I I'm, honestly, I have no idea how to, how to judge NFTs, but I think we talked about that on a previous episode. Uh, mm. Just while we're on air, I'm going to, um, I'm going to try, I'll, I'll do my, my challenge now in a second, but I want to try as well. Just. Let's just see for shits and giggles what um, what it would cost right now to list that NFT. I think I've got some, yeah, I've got some ETH in there. Um, let's see. Uh, all right, so I'm gonna, I'll share my screen and we'll do this. Let's just see what it is. Okay, as you can see here, uh, so I have a couple. These are this, the NFTs I bought. These are shit, by the way, um, I think. But let's see. So um, let's just see for crack, for the crack. Oh, I have to do this. I have to set a price. Highest bid. Uh, I'll just set a price. Let's see. Two ETH. I forget if I could get one ETH, it would be worth it. Nice. What's your listing? I'm not even going to do it because I know it's going to be outrageous. Uh, see, look, initialize your wallet. Right? Let's see. Wow, only $169. To prove. No, sorry, including, oh. the, including the fee as well as the gas fee, it's 208 now. Two hundred eight dollars for something that, like, let's 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 look at this. Let's see how much I could actually probably realistically sell this thing for, right? Mars V two point zero eight point zero eight of an ETH is the floor price. So. Yeah, now look, that might go up. There's a game attached to this thing, so eventually it'll have some sort of utility. Mm-hmm. And if the game, if the game is really popular, then yeah, it, they could land could be. Um, Did we discuss this scarce. game? We discussed this game actually before this one Mars Four. I, I can't remember. Um, I, don't think, I don't think so. I, I don't really know much about the game to be honest. I just bought it on the. In one of the groups I'm in, somebody was sh- kind of shilling it, saying it was going to be good in the future. So I just I went in on it. But anyways, seeing as we're here, I may as well go through the the 1000 X. As I say, I don't know a lot about the game. It's still in development, I believe. Um, so at the time when I got involved with Mars Four, they were just minting the. It was like a land grab type deal. You could mint your your Mars property yeah. and then yeah, use it in the game or whatever. Um, so, anyways, um, so yeah, for my thousand X, not a lot has changed actually. Um, Solrise has done very well in the last seven days. It's up sixty-five percent. So that's quite nice. What is and a half. What is uh, just refresh my memory? What is Solrise Finance? Uh, if you could explain it's, it, what a- sh- sure, it's a Solana <clears throat> uh, project. Um, mm-hmm. 
And basically the idea is that, actually, I think I have something here somewhere already for this, but um, the idea is that fund managers can come along and set up funds. So it's kind of trying to address the yield. Well, they say it's a yield crisis. I don't know if it's actually a yield crisis. There's plenty of yield to be made if you learn how to yield farm properly. Um, but it is definitely risky as well. I mean, like I've lost money a bunch of times yield farming that was because of technical issues and because of sketchy practices, et cetera. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Like the idea here is that you get, it's sort of like hedge funds, but with digital assets. And I guess, I mean, like their thinking is that at some point in the future, everything is going to be, is going to have a digital asset equivalent, whether that's a synthetic asset that represents, you know, like a derivative of something, um, synthetic stocks, those kinds of things, um, or what. So I think the, the, the basic idea is that you put in your USDC, for example, and then you put it into a fund in a similar way that you would put it into, you know, like a an EFT or something like that, um, or sorry, an ETF. Um, <coughs> Yeah, so it's sort of like hedge funds, basically, is the idea. And investment managers go along, and there's a fee split. And it's in all in the utility token that they have SLRS. And yeah, it's been going, it's been going really well. It's just okay. this is a Sam coin, which I'm very fond of Sam coins uh, in general. Um, so yeah, it's been going quite well. And I put. I think I put a grand in, and it's now two and a half. Or I might have put twelve hundred in, so it's it's either double or it's either two or two point five x, depending. Um, well, actually, sorry, it's only one point five x, isn't it? Because yeah, I put a thousand in, and it's two and a half now, give or take. So, um, what was it about the, the, the it, when you chose Solarize? What what was it about it that you liked the the you saw potential in it other than what it does. I mean, it was there anything about the team, um, how they conduct conduct themselves, any kind of things of that nature that was kind of like, okay, this could could potentially do well. I um, I didn't look at the team too hard on that project. I kind of assumed that FTX did their due diligence because it was an IEO on FTX. Sure. When projects IEO on FTX, they have to go through a process, obviously. And yeah, it's they don't rigorous. take. Yeah, they don't. Well, they don't take anybody. They don't take any project. So, yeah. um, you know, it's not. There's a lot more checks and balances than there would be with the likes of um, an IDO, say, for example. Or, well, that's not necessarily true on all platforms, but. Um. So yeah, I sort of assumed that the team were were on the ball. Um. I just liked what they were doing. I liked the project. I liked the idea. I think that kind of thing is going to be very popular in the future because it's been very popular in the past in traditional markets. And I think when the good things from traditional markets somehow get get ported over to the crypto ecosystem, I think that's going to be, I think those are going to be winners in the long run, you know? Absolutely, that's yeah. just my just my personal opinion. But yeah, I missed, I didn't get in on the IEO for that. Um, and I kind of, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's just the gut feeling was it was a good one, and I wanted to do something that was riskier. That was going to mm. potentially help me grow my portfolio. <clears throat> so I thought, fuck it. Um, 
I'll throw cash at it and it's done well. Yeah, excellent. Um, Star Atlas <laughs> hasn't done great. I'm a little bit underwater on that. Oh, no, actually, sorry. I only put 250 into that. So that's it's done okay. Um, and I've seen more stuff come out from them that make me think it's going to be freaking awesome. So I'm going to definitely load up on more Star Atlas. Um, what news have you heard about them? Or uh, what's. No, I just saw in their Telegram somebody shared a video of some. Um, YouTuber who was in Spanish, so I'm not sure exactly what he was saying, but he, but he seemed to have a lot of um, shots of some of the artwork and things for the game, and it yeah. looks it looks fucking awesome. So um, I have to do a bit more of a deep dive on that, but they've definitely got somebody talented in design, at least. Um, so yeah, so I think gaming NFTs. Yeah, just it's just where it's a really hot it's a really hot area at the moment, and Solana being fast and cheap, I don't know, just makes a lot of sense. There's a lot of boxes sure. getting ticks for that. So, nice. yeah. Um, but then again, you know, like I I was saying this, I think last week maybe, um, you know, like I've seen projects, NFT projects that I thought, well, the artwork on that's awesome, and then they've they've done shit. Their marketing just wasn't on point, and you know they didn't mint they didn't mint they didn't sell out on the mint so um you know like i think the really really hot nft projects are the ones that it's really hard to get in on the mint and then because it's gone like you know they've ten thousand tokens and they're all gone after like you know an hour or less mm -hmm. you know yeah <clears throat> so and finding anyways. them getting in them is just very always very difficult it just... that's it yeah that's it. They, they're gone so fast. Um, like if you're not looking at the time, whoever has the alpha tells you, tells yeah. you a private group or whatever, you're good luck. And you never hear about them on Twitter. It's too late. Well, maybe yeah. I, maybe some people do. I certainly don't. Uh, so anyways, um, yeah, so that's my challenge. So I'm still only around 10, well, 10 and a half K. Um, I'm going to take this Binance coin that I have. Um Price is pretty good for Binance at the moment. Um, so I think I'll cash that out and put it into something really high risk as well for next week. That's my plan anyway. So what that okay. high risk thing is, I don't know. Maybe maybe more Star Atlas. Um, I'm going to look into what exactly the timelines are like. Um, if BayPay was on Binance Smart Chain, given their launch tomorrow, I'd probably just ape, ape deeper into that. Um, yeah. Just because it would be cheap and I could do it without too much hassle, but I'm not going to drop another, I'm not going to drop a hundred bucks just to put whatever. What's in B? What do I have in Binance? Like 500, yeah, $570. I'm not going to drop a third of that in fees. Fuck it. Yeah, it's just, so, <clears throat> you just can't, you know, it doesn't make any sense. No. Absolutely. I equally, equally, I, I think I've got $500 worth of Pepe, so I'm a little bit underwater at the moment. And that's not including the fees, the gas fees it cost me to buy it. So, but like if it went, if it goes 5x, I'll just take profit. You know, I'll take half it off the table or something. Bush, shy of that. <clears throat> yeah, I think it's, or, it's or it wouldn't be, let it run. I think it wouldn't be unrealistic for it to lease have about 5 million uh, relatively short term. <clears throat> so, about one. Give or take, I don't know, maybe a bit less than that. Um, and in fact, I think the um, 
the the market cap value that is on CoinGecko is actually inaccurate because they burnt um, quite a substantial amount uh, last right. week, I think. So it's it's not even a le- the market cap is even less than you you might you would see on CoinGecko. Um, but yeah, I mean, the, the cool thing about PayPay is that the marketing doesn't have to be doesn't necessarily have, have to happen for this particular project finance. Um, I suppose traditional means. So, I mean, although they are going to have a um, pretty substantial marketing campaign with the usual kind of Twitter influencers, et cetera, it's, it's really people who use the project that will promote it um, or use the exchange itself. So we have, I don't, I, I've never heard of any of these guys, but there are apparently a lot of, uh, there are quite a few uh, high profile Japanese artists who have pledged to start um, uh, selling their artwork there. And these guys themselves will be really, they're, they're, they're all the promotional tools you need to, for this to mm-hmm. kind of significantly pump, I think. You know, so that combined with well, the, yeah. let's see, these guys haven't, there's a bit, they dropped a few hints as to who they were uh, during their week. Now, none of them mean anything to me, but from what I gather, they're, they're apparently huge in their, their respective fields. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll have to wait and see how this goes. But like uh, the general consensus seemed to be that they're like this is as big as it gets for I think it's some sort of weird manga art. I don't know. I don't know anything about it. I don't know. Yeah, well like rabid fans. Those guys have yeah. absolutely <clears throat> rabid fans and lots of them. So like if yeah. if if NFTs if this is to become like some sort of manga NFT marketplace. Then it's going to totally blow up, especially considering they only yeah. have a total supply of ten million tokens. I mean, it's yeah. nothing. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know if the Japanese market tends to be very fanatical on everything when it comes to mm. music, arts. Um, I mean, it's, I remember when I was a DJ years ago, um, there was always kind of a, Gen- a Japanese edition of certain for twelve inches and twelve and certain albums and. They were always very prized because you know the, the the Japanese would have certain kind of the Japanese market always had their own kind of they would have their special editions and um, it was just always kind of very yeah I suppose fanatical is the best way to describe it and the same goes for their for their cartoons their their manga um, all that kind of art kind of stuff mm-hmm. so if and it's not just Japan itself. There's there's people who are all over the world who kind of dig that that kind of art as well. Oh yeah, so it's for sure. Yeah, so you know they've if you kind of look at the Telegram, it's been very very quiet, and they've kind of what was the first that was when I when I originally arrived there, I was just like this like there's there's usually a lot of fud when you go into these Telegram groups. There's always people people complaining and saying, well, why isn't this happening or that happening and. Um, I found out after a while it's because nobody's worried about it. Because <laughs> it's, it's like what they're the, the market they're attempting to, to go after is um, you know it'll it'll sell itself um, right you know so well, that's good we'll that's see. actually very heartening that's very heartening because the yeah, projects yeah. that don't projects that don't do well are the ones that are like oh yeah we're after everybody you know like if they actually have a niche and they're going after they know exactly who they're going after. Happy yeah. days. That's really yeah. positive. Um, yeah. So, PayPay uh, <clears throat> looks like it'll do well, and um, the the launch is, I mean, uh, what is it tomorrow? 
should be tomorrow uh, midday approximately or early afternoon uh, European time. So I think it's late uh, Asian time um, tomorrow evening. So And they're going um, to announce artists and things then? I don't know if the artists happening at the launch or is it in their time. Uh, I believe if it, yeah, it's going to be happening soon after or in the days after, if not on the day itself. So, right. um, But they do have a number of big artists signed up who are absolutely huge in their respective fields. And there's a lot of news to come over the next week. So, yeah, I'm, I'm confident this is going to do quite well. Um, as to how, how much it will do, maybe would say 5 million perhaps in the, in the short term. Um, mm -hmm. After that, who knows? It's, you can never predict these things, but the quiet confidence in the Telegram is, is I found to be really reassuring. It's just like, you know, you, you always, when a project is never, isn't doing well, there's, there's always people kind of sniping and footing and there's just mm. absolutely none of that there. Um, it's because everyone just knows that this is, it's, you know, it's a sleeping giant waiting to explode because of the, the particular niche it's going after, you know? So, well, let's see how it goes. Mm -hmm. Okay, sounds good. Um, speaking of fanatical, um, you had mentioned before that Tendy Swap. You wanted to talk about Tendy Swap. You oh, used yeah. to say that their their Telegram was full of psychos, like they were fanatical about the project, yeah. and that was what gave you the yeah. the enthusiasm yeah, yeah, for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So, well, it's not going too well at the moment. Um, I mean, let's take a quick look. I'm going to share my screen again. We'll see how it's been developing. Um, uh, just while, while you're loading that up, I'll tell a quick anecdotal story, something that happened during the week. So Upbots has a, a portfolio tracker that's dynamic. You don't have to do anything. You just connect your wallet. So my MetaMask was connected to it, and uh, I logged in the other morning, and I was like, now, it, I don't track everything in, in, like, it's not tracking all of my wallets in, in Upbots, just a few. And anyways... I was expecting there to be something like 20 grand in there or like 15, 15 grand, something like that. And instead when I logged in, it said there was 110,000. And I was like, what the, f <laughs> you know, I was like, what happened? Something absolutely must've exploded. But instead I found a new crypto called Vera in my wallet, which is some, another one of these fucking airdrop scam projects. Oh yeah. Uh, and seemingly I have, squillions squillions of those totaling around like i don't and know and it's basically the same as at the time it was like $95,000 worth and it's similar to the one we i think we discussed it maybe around months ago it's, it's like that other thing we talked about yeah it looks on the surface that it yeah. could be real um, because it's it's basically selling it is yeah. it is actually in theory you you in theory when you just look at it at a glance it's it, you can buy it on pancake swap or whatever or it's for sale um on whatever exchange or whatever dex it's on sale from but mm -hmm. there's no liquidity so when you go to actually sell it you can't so you yeah. and I, it's not even a liquidity issue it's a smart contract it's written into the smart contract that yeah. you actually have to go to the website well yeah and upgrade you have yeah. to pay to upgrade and yeah, so it's just a scam, straight up. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, oh, so. man. <laughs> I was anyway. like, ah, damn it! All right, let's let's take a look at let's take a look at Tendy Swap and see what's been going on with uh, Tendy Swap. See what's been happening with it. Um, um, can you see my screen? 
Yep. Yeah, okay, good stuff. All right. Uh, okay. So TendySwap, unfortunately, has been on a steady decline for uh, quite some time. Um, and I think TendySwap would be an absolutely fantastic example if one were to kind of look for red flags in a project that you, I mean, ultimately this could, I think it, it will do something at some stage. Um, I'm not saying that the project is fundamentally broken <clears throat> or it's, it, I mean, I, I, I think it, 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 there's definitely potential to turn around. But the problem is that the they haven't delivered on what they said they were gonna deliver at the, the times they were gonna deliver it by. So I remember there was one crucial, their Matic bridge was supposed to happen in around the end of July, 25th of July was a, a date they penciled in for this to happen. And um, it didn't. So for whatever reason it didn't, and they're still working on it. So as you can see, there was supposed to, well, two things actually were supposed to happen around that time. The Matic bridge was supposed to go live and they were supposed to, start of August, they were supposed to start marketing. Neither has happened. So I don't know what's going on with it. Now they're basically saying that both of these things will happen next month or they will happen sometime in the future, um, which really isn't good enough because if, if you're missing big deadlines like that and you're constantly pushing down, kicking the can down the road, you know, people are going to lose trust. And even the most yeah. hardcore, dedicated followers of the project are just going to say, no, this is ridiculous. Um, I'm, well, it is confidence. I'm out. Yeah, so the longer things go on, the the more it's going to dump. Um, people are just going to say, "No, this is this is a joke. I'm out of here," um, and they're going to put their money elsewhere. And the project, any project, and I don't think any any coin is immune from this. It can get to a point where it's you can't recover from. There's a point of no return where if it gets to, to a certain low point, getting it back to where it was, it just you know becomes an increasingly um, you know, larger amount of time. And I don't think, like, the, the vibe in the Telegram group is still pretty good, but it's lost its sheen. Um, you, I've seen a lot of, uh, I've seen a lot of arguments start to happen, people, a lot of discontent. Um, overall, it's still pretty good, but, I mean, you know, it's, it, despite that, it it's, you know, th there will get a point where it's just too hard to recover from, or at least it's going to be increasingly difficult to get back to where it was or it's high, which back at, I think it was at the end of May, start of June, it got up to around nine bucks. Um, you know, now it's at what, 60, 60 cents or something like that. So the longer they go on without delivering, the harder it will be. Um, mm -hmm. So really, I think what the lesson we can learn from this is, is to spot kind of, when you get into a project at the very start, how likely is something like this to happen? Because you don't want to be holding a bag like this you simply don't right you don't want to be unless you want to some sometimes it's you can just no you don't buy a small bag well i mean it's yeah it's a smart play it's not the smart play I've it's not left a smart play no i've no. been left holding bags like this and just watch them go down and down and down, and down yeah, and yeah, down. yeah yeah sometimes yeah. the challenge is like sometimes you have to cut your losses as soon as possible and the challenge is Sometimes what makes it difficult is sometimes when you don't, they just they just do these insane rallies and they come back from the dead, like <clears throat> yeah, for no reason. Well, not for no reason because they spent a shit ton of money on marketing, probably. But um, yeah. Anyway, sorry. Go on. 
But yeah, so looking at this, um, I'm not confident this is going to recover anytime soon. They're they're now talking in the Telegram that the, <clears throat> the, the the liberals are going to be months away. Um, the 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 the, the, re the repeated phrase that I'm hearing over and over again from you know bigger bag holders and mints is that this is a long term hold. You do not want to be stuck in a long term hold for for any bag unless you for whatever reason you have you you want to be you're, you're comfortable with that but ideally you don't want to be stuck here this is not where you want to be so identifying a, a, something like this potentially happening you really have to see what kind of what i, I don't think there's any sure like certain way of doing it but you can be sure that after a pump the initial pump that it goes live unless you can really be absolutely positively sure that the deliverables and the marketing that's going to happen um, that they will definitely happen um, in a reasonably short period of time, then you should get out after the initial pump that happens um, of a coin like this if you happen to get in on it because you'll just be stuck waiting for something, for, for shit to happen for potentially a long, long time. And then it, may, it, never, may, it, never, it may never happen. You know, it's, 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 it happens all the time that these coins just keep on going, or these projects, they just... You know, months after months, months pass and limp along. You know, they, they they limp along. People just get more delusion. They sell, and eventually they're, you know, you're they're dead. So, um, yeah, I mean, for this one, I'm not confident. They're not like I said. They're talking about like stuff, the, the, the thematic bridge and marketing. Not, you know, it'll happen by the end of the year. No, so. I'm not confident that it'll do well in the short yeah, term, but that's not what good. I would have. Yeah, it's it's not good at all. And really, what I dislike about the, you know, when, when the language really when you hear long term hold being trotted out, then you need to kind of say if you can get out. Uh, once you hear that kind of being that that language being bandied around in the Telegram group, if you can get out at a reasonably, uh, you know, not without losing too much, then you should. Because that that signals to me that they are going to take their time. They're going to just constantly tweak the the tech. They're going. They're just. They're going to just stick around for God knows a long time. Yeah, and like, I mean, to be honest, you could even be giving them too much credit. Like, a lot of times, it's really really hard to find good developers. I mean, there's a lot of solidity developers, but they're. It's hard to find ones that are really really good. Like the mm. Andre um, Cronje or whatever, however you pronounce his Cronje, name. Yes. Um, Cronje, yes. Yeah. Cronje, Like that guy <clears throat> is like legendary status in terms of being able to pump out code and get projects built overnight kind of. But like there aren't very many guys like that who have that level of, of quality and, and skill mm. and, yeah, ability. Um, you know, most of the guys are just... Journeyman, most guys, but there's a there's a lot of yeah, exactly. They're journeymen, and they just bounce around from one job to the next because they get offered more money because there's a skill shortage and it's not hard to find work. Um, and that's not to cast aspersions on the good people or say that everybody's like that. There's loads of great developers as well, but it's very hard to find great developers. So, you know, when you have projects where, and I think it's probably a it's probably a, a terrifying percentage of projects where the 
the, the people that own the projects don't really know, you know, they're from non-technical backgrounds. They have an idea and they go and they find some developers that they pay to do it, um, you know, to build the smart contract and build these things and they have no way to check the how well it's built. Yeah. Um, You're at their mercy, basically. Yeah, they just lose developers. They, uh, they The developers miss deadlines because they're double jobbing or they're doing whatever they're doing and then... You know, these guys put pressure on them and then they go, fuck you, I don't need this hassle, and they leave. And Then you end up with a project that's like this patchwork quilt of all these different developers uh, yeah. working together. I don't know. Um, that's, yeah, that is not a good thing to see on a project where you're in and you're potentially being then told, oh, it's a long-term hold. If that's the reason and it has that kind of market cap, you know, like it's <clears throat> it's a different thing if we're talking about a long-term hold for Solana or for DOT or for, you know, one of these top, like, big cap projects. Yeah, for but sure. I think yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a very different thing. Like, the, just the risk profile alone when you're talking about a project that's worth, you know, that has a, a market cap of a million quid or, you know, certainly sub, sub five million. Mm. It's just... Yeah, you want to you want to dive into the research on that one and figure out if it's a good idea to long term holding because, well, I don't know. I've, I certainly I've had to learn this the hard way, but I've certainly been left holding bags that, yeah, they just have not performed at all. And if you know, and looking at them on a long term, like I'm going to give you some examples: Orakuru, Eight Pay. Um, yeah, you know, I still have bags of these things, and they're yes, they do. Are they ever going to do anything? Yeah, or could do it? I bought one called FVT Finance Vote. Uh, <laughs> it's worth pennies on the dollar from what I paid for it. Um, DSD, don't even get me started on that. Uh, that was DSD was a thousand dollars. That's now worth thirty nine dollars. Oh well. So <laughs> yeah. So there you go. Uh, I've still got a little bag attendee, but it's. Yeah, it's worth twenty-one dollars now. So oh, I don't even remember what I what I put into it. So yeah, like fine, refinable. There's another one. It's worth nothing. It did. There was a bit of a breakout there for it. It got up to about fifty cents, but it's back down. I mean, the the the, the community's a mess. The <clears throat> the developers admins just never show up. It's really a spectacular. It's it's a great example of how to mismanage um, a community and how to just not really treat them with complete contempt. That the, the it's just nonstop foot. I check into that project every so often, and every time it, there's a pump, it just someone just exits, and it's back. It's <laughs> just there's, there's the admins are nowhere to be seen. There's no kind of there's no reassurance that this is going to turn around anytime soon, that there's stuff to look forward to, that, that things may happen at a certain stage. There's nothing. And it's, the, the vibe is just really bad. That's a, it's a pity because that could have done really, really well. And they did, in fairness, and they did have a lot of bad luck. Um, but how they subsequently handled things was mm. just... I mean, it was a massive launch when it happened. Yeah. I mean, it, it could have, especially the, yeah. the Spunnet Smart Chain was kind of 
it was kind of riding the, the, the crest of a wave at that time. It was everything seemed to be to be on yeah. BSC at the time, and uh, they they didn't have some good luck in, in in the way it kind of launched, but they really subsequently didn't turn. They really didn't hand the, you know deal with the aftermath well at all. They just completely messed it up. So yeah, it's like, uh, that's, that's amateur hour. Like, sorry to be yeah. harsh. But like it's, crypto is very unforgiving. Like you oh, can't, yeah, sure, yeah. you know, you, there's a lot of things you can, there are a lot of things that you can do and get away with, but like just being, just completely mismanaging something. I don't know. It's mm. not good. It doesn't, it never ends well. And mm. for the project, I mean, um, you know, and like there's a lot of elements to crypto that the, the sort of like when the, when marketing crowd, you know, the, the, when, when moon, all this kind of shit that you have to deal with as a project. But yeah, on the flip side, like the project itself, I don't know. I think if you're new, I think if you're brand new into crypto and it's your first project and you have a team of first timers, fuck, you need some consultants that are going to show you the way or there's a lot of, there's a lot of shysters out there consulting as well that are just, you'd be better off without them or some experienced hands, you know, like, I don't know if you IEO with a, an established exchange, like we were lucky with Upbots because FTX were there and they, you know, um, they're, they're very, it's a small team of very smart people. Um, mm. You know, they certainly helped us and gave us a lot of guidance, which was very much appreciated at the time. Um, so, you know, we were lucky in a way, I guess. But like, yeah, that's why these small cap projects that are IDO type projects with a team that's not, you know, battle tested in crypto, it just it makes me nervous AF, to be honest. Uh, and definitely, I wouldn't want to be hearing, "Oh, it's a long term hold, relax." You know, buy the fucking dip, fuck off the dip. Uh, anyway, anyways, been there too many times. Yeah, been there too many yeah. times. Yeah. But you win some, you lose some. Like <clears throat> the reality is, if you're if you're playing the game where you're trying to get out, you know, you're trying to land the hundred x coins, you're going to lose a bunch. You're going to you're going to land the odd hundred x, but you're going to lose a bunch as well. And that's just the reality of the game. You can't play it any other way. I don't think so. Um, even doing your homework, it's still going to work out that way. You're going to lose some. So, anyways, Keith, is there anything else you want to talk about, or will we we tie a ribbon on this? Uh, on this yeah. lady and send her off. Yeah, unfortunately this week there's nothing really to cut my eye project-wise or new project-wise, so um, unfortunately I'm sticking with with my chess and see how that's going to go. So um, that's that's pretty much it for me for this week. Cool. All right, same for me. I don't – I'm just going to try and figure out something to put that 500 quid worth of BNB into, or six, nearly 600 quid. Awesome. I don't know what yet. I'm going to find something risky AF that is, uh, yeah, that's, that looks good. Cool. So until next time, folks, thanks for sticking with us if you're still here. And uh, yeah, stay safe in the world of crypto and good luck in the week ahead. Take it easy. Adios. Adios.